Yes, Lord. Thank you, God. Man, I hope you guys are having an amazing time together in all of your houses, uh, wherever you're at right now watching this. I just bless you. I thank you for you. And I am, I'm praying for you. Understand this, that everybody in the network, I pray for you guys um, on a regular basis. God highlights some of you more than others at different moments for what you need. Um, but I just know that like I'm with you. And um, I, I have uh, just a, a really good message. I don't know. I feel like God has really prepared this message for this particular week for a reason. And uh, it's, you know, a lot of it is, is something that I'm personally experiencing in my life. You know, a lot of times we can preach messages that like, oh, is this, is this real for you in the moment? Uh, or is this just something, you know, a good teaching? Like for me, this is real in the moment. This is something that I am experiencing right now. And I think that just makes it even more profound. So um, uh, let's just continue to welcome his presence throughout this message. Now, whether you've had worship already or you're about to have worship time, um, I, I just want you to know that when you um, listen to the word, right, when, when you listen to sermons like this, just welcome his presence. Like there is revelation in this moment that God is going to download into you. There are going to be prophetic words that are downloaded into you for your life. And, um, Whatever key, you know, sticks out to you, uh, you could even leave it, you know, this is going to be posted on the network. You can post in the comments what stuck out to you the most, right? And I think that would be even a, just a good practice for us throughout the week that after the message that we're able to then say, hey, this is what stuck out to me and other people are getting revelation and this is what stuck out to me and this is what God told me during the message, right? Um, so if you have, you know, your phone or you want to write some stuff down, feel free. Um, but today's message is called prepare for rest made for glory, prepare for rest made for glory. And <clears throat> we've been talking about uh, preparation in all different areas of life, right? We've been talking about uh, preparate, uh, preparing the way for revival uh, and intercession and the, and the amount of uh, commitment that goes into releasing heaven on earth and, and cultivating a move of God, right? We talked about prepare uh for war, right? And worship is our weapon. And how is your weapon sharp, right? Do you guys remember this? Um, uh, Leah talked about prepare your armor, right? And making sure that you are prepared together, linked up with your shields, right? Uh, formed together to form a wall of protection for your brothers and sisters. Um, I know uh, Kimberly and I talked about prepare a table of intention. Do you guys remember this uh, last week at Come to the Table? I heard so many cool testimonies of just God's goodness uh, uh, being released through these, these gatherings. And um, we talked about the intention that goes into a table, right? And, and again, here's the, the, the table. We moved it upstairs yesterday. Um, it took about six of us to move this table upstairs. This is the sunroom uh, at our new home. And, uh, you know, there's intentionality in where you place the table. There's intentionality about how you set it. And that intentionality allows the spontaneous moments of life to even have more value. So, uh, and then I think this past Thursday, uh, Ronell talked about prepare, uh, prepare for advent, advancement, right? Prepare to advance. Um, so today is prepare for rest. And 
A lot of times we can be like, oh, we gotta, we gotta do things. We gotta get out there and serve people and love people and do this and that. And I have to kind of stop and take a step back sometimes and say, well, well, have I rested? Have I truly, truly rested in the Lord? And is my work coming from a place of rest or am I striving in different areas of my life to make things happen? This is a very real question and I want you guys to be real with yourselves as we talk about this because I'm being real with myself and I feel like God is pulling me personally into a season of rest right now and I don't know how long that season is. When I say a season, it could be a week, a time of rest. Let's just say that, okay? So this is the scripture that God highlighted to me. It's uh, Proverbs 24, verse 27. Proverbs 24, verse 27, okay? It says, prepare your work outside. Get everything ready for yourself in the field. And after that, build your house. After that, build your house. And it, it made me start to think about how we're going about this network. Like we're planting house churches and we're preparing our houses and we're preparing um, everything that we want to be in place so that when people come, that they feel welcome, that we understand how these things work. We're preparing our houses and our, right? We're preparing our being. But, but God says, prepare your work outside and get everything ready for yourself in the field. And after that, build your house. And I thought about like, why, why would you do that? Why not build your shelter first before you prepare the field? And I think the point is, is that in this culture, if you didn't prepare your field and make sure that your seed was sown and make sure that like uh, the, the ground and the soil was ready and that you're right, that there were crops ready to actually sustain the home that you were going to build, like you wouldn't live, you wouldn't make it through it. And I think there's a, a, a value in something that God is showing me in this time is like, no, go prepare the harvest. Go, um, go sow your seeds out in the field. Go out into the city and, and make build relationships. Go out and network. Go out and do these things. And then once you've established these relationships in the, in the field, then build your house. Because those relationships, it's that networking that is going to sustain it's going to sustain your home. And I, and I, I, I want to look at this even from a deeper perspective of how has God prepared the field before the home? Before the home, before the church, before the person, God prepares the field. And even we can look at this in, in creation, right? For five days before God creates man, God creates all all the earth, everything that is on the earth, light, darkness, the sea, the land, um, the, the trees, the plants, the animals, the birds, the fish, all of those things God creates before he, he makes his, his uh, grand finale creation of man on day six. And if you understand Jewish culture that um, the day is over at sundown, and at sundown begins the next day. So if God created man on the sixth day, then comes sundown and starts the evening, right? Which would be 
the first day, it would be the seventh day, which is actually a day of rest. That man's first day on earth is a day of rest. That he starts, he's like, okay, I created my final, this is good, you are good, you're with me. Now I want you to experience my rest. I want you to experience rest with me, right? And we all know God is always working, but is God in himself being in love is rest. Like even God's work is at, he's at rest. There's peace, there's shalom. There's, I think that's what we're, we're really after here is the shalom, right? The, the, the peace that nothing is met, missing, nothing is broken, there is wholeness. And, and I think that we see it that if God established us on the sixth day and gave us our first day as a day of rest, then why do we always say, oh, in order for me to rest, I have to do this, 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 and this, and this, right? And we see that through the law, that even in the Sabbath, right, there was a required day of preparation. There was an entire day dedicated to preparing for the, the day of rest. That the Sabbath, right, began evening and that all the food that you were going to eat on the Sabbath had to be prepared on Friday. All everything, like you had to work really hard. You had to be very intentional with preparing everything that you needed for your day of rest so that on your day of rest, you wouldn't need to do anything. That you could just give yourself wholly to the Lord. Now it became this religious practice of striving where every time I gotta, you know, uh, they would have this big, Shabbat dinner, right, on Friday night, and they would prepare all the food for that, and that would be their last time cooking. They'd have this Friday night celebration, and then the food or the leftovers or everything that they pre prepared for Saturday would be left over, and they would enjoy it, right? But it became this religious thing. Now, think about it from the perspective that God prepared everything for us and then prepared the house, which is us. We are the house of God. He then, he then prepared man and then gave us a day of rest. Now, if we get away from the law, because you have to understand it was a commandment to observe the Sabbath, right? But in the garden, it was just a natural, it was the first, like, there was no command to do it. It was just like, we're resting. You're with me. This is your first experience with me. This is your first time with me. And it's a day of rest. And man, did man know it was a day of rest? No, because he didn't know it was work. He didn't know what work was. So then, right? And that was until the fall. Obviously, we see in the fall that all of a sudden work became a thing. And under the fallen nature uh, that happened with sin, you know, uh, work became normal for men, right? They had to strive to get food out of the ground. Um, but I think God is returning us to this original Sabbath rest, that it's not a particular day, but it's a way of life where I just naturally rest into who God is. And I want to show you this in several areas. Like we can, we can see it in our own lives. Uh, we can see it in creation. We can see it in the crucifixion of Jesus. Um, and I want to show you a few things, okay? So let me just say this. It seems that observing the Sabbath became more about man preparing a Sabbath for God 
than for God preparing a Sabbath for man. Catch that. It seems that observing the Sabbath became more about man preparing a Sabbath for God than for God preparing a Sabbath for man. Okay? So rest is not something we make room for if, right? It's not an if situation. If we have everything in order. No, rest is the starting place for a life of fruitfulness. Okay? I even see this in Jesus. Jesus didn't build his church and then go into the field to fill it. Think about this, because this is kind of the way that we've been going. We've been like, prepare the houses, prepare your heart, prepare your worship, prepare these different things. Then we'll go out into the field and then we'll gather people, right? Jesus did something different. He said, he, he went into the field, raised up people who would then build his church with him. Think about this. He went out, found people that were disqualified according to man's standards and said, you're going to help me build my church. They didn't even know they were building a church. They probably were like, man, this guy, he heals people. He has the words of life. We're going to follow him, right? Little did they know they were actually building a church. They didn't even know it. And I think there's something to learn about this. I don't know, like God's like stirring something in my heart about the way that we plant house churches. And it's like, do we prepare the house or do we prepare the field first? Which one is first? Because if we prepare the field, then the house will be a place of rest, right? It will be the experience of rest because the preparation has been made. So I want to read this, Mark 15, verse 42 and 43. And when evening had come, since it was the day of preparation, right? It was the Friday, right? It was the Shabbat day, the, the, the day of preparation for the Sabbath. Now, this is when Jesus was on the cross. You have to understand this is the Passover meal. This is like the big meal. This is the biggest, um, one of the biggest meals, right, of the Jewish religion. So, since it was the day of preparation, that is the day before the Sabbath, come on, Joseph of Arimathea, a respected member of the council, who was also himself looking for the kingdom of God, took courage, come on, he took courage and went to Pilate and asked for the body of Jesus. Man. On the day of preparation, right? When you're preparing everything, the Passover lamb, right? This is Passover. Jesus is the Passover lamb. He is the body and the blood, right? Of the new covenant. And, and this guy says, I, I want the body. I want the body of Jesus so that I can bear, give him a proper burial, right? And he buries him in this rich man's tomb. Jesus was captured, tortured, sentenced, and crucified and buried on the day of preparation. It all happened in one day. See, a lot of times when we read the crucifixion, we think about the three days that Jesus was in the grave, right? We have to understand the entire process. He died on the Friday, Shabbat, right? And that was the first day, even though his, he wasn't dead the whole day, right? Because remember, evening started the next day. So before sundown, they get Jesus' body. He is dead before then, right? He gives up his spirit. 
and they pierce him in the side and he is removed from the cross by this man who took courage, Joseph, okay? And he is placed in the tomb that day. So he spends the, the evening of the Shabbat. Next day comes, Saturday starts the evening and he is in the grave really one full day. Think about this. He's really only in the grave for one full day, which is the Sabbath. That his death marked a day of rest. That it, he actually, he, he was actually only in the grave for the day of rest. Think about this. God established us for rest. He established us in a place where we could just rest and be with him. He created us for rest. And because of sin, okay, because of the disease of sin that has, has come into our lives, that we have begun to work and strive to be like God. He said, no, I've made you in my image and, and I've made you like me. And you've taken this thing, right, that I've created you for. You've made it this thing of work through the fall, through the lie of the disease of sin, okay? And, and now I'm going to take all of that disease into my body. I'm going to take it to the grave and I'm going to establish your first day of the new covenant as a day of rest. Your first day is in the new, your first day in your new life of the reborn life is a day of rest. While I'm in this tomb defeating death, on your behalf, you rest. It is the Sabbath, is the, the place of shalom. It is a place that nothing is missing, nothing is broken, all things are being restored. All things are being made new. He took our disease of work and he reestablished us into rest. That our first day of creation was a day of rest. And our first reborn moment in the new covenant is a day of rest. This is huge, guys. Remember the phrase, and you guys have heard me use it before, representative obedience. Representative obedience. Jesus did not just die for you. He died as you. When Jesus went to the tomb, he went to the tomb as you. When he rested on the Sabbath, he rested as you, right? He took he took you into his body. Think about this. He took you, everything that you are, and took it into his body. And you were with him in every way. We have to start seeing it this way. Representative obedience. Jesus fulfilled the Sabbath rest, not for us, but as us. Think about this. Catch this. In Genesis, Man was taken from the ground and breath was given so that man could rest with God. In the Gospels, Jesus gave up his breath and returned to the ground so that man could return to the rest we were created for. God established rest as our first day of creation. He then reestablished rest as our first day of the new covenant. God prepared a day of rest for us and said, now you try and we failed. So he prepared an eternal day of rest in Christ that we would never need to prepare for rest again. I know we've been talking about preparation and I'm telling you that it is already done in the finished work. And even right now, I just, 
any striving in your life right now, anything that you feel like you're trying to push into place. And yes, there's, there's times when we, yeah, we toil and we push and we, we, we travail. There's times for that. But I feel like right now is a time where like, he's like, no, look, I've prepared a place for you. You keep trying to prepare a place for me, but I've prepared a place for you. That's the key to the gospel is like, we, we're even still in our Christianity, we're trying to do things, we're trying to establish, we're, stop, we're trying to create an atmosphere where God is welcome. And he's like, no, 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 like you've got it all wrong. Like, no, I've, I've done this so that you could have a place where you are welcome. I've prepared a place where you could rest. I've prepared a place where you can worship. Abide in me. He says, abide and make your home in me. If you make your home in me, I will make my home in you. Prepare the field. Get everything ready for yourself in the field. And then prepare the house. And I don't know what that means to you. I feel like it's still being unfolded for me personally. And I don't know what that means for you guys sitting there, but it, it, there, I feel like there's revelation that's going to be poured out through that scripture. Proverbs 27, 24. Is that right? Or is it 24? Proverbs 24, 27. I want you guys to meditate on that and, and think about what is God saying to you through this verse, right? I'm going to read it one more time. Prepare your work outside and get everything ready for yourself in the field. And after that, build your house. Father, I thank you for the day of rest. I thank you that you've established a day for us in Christ right now, that we are actually living in the day of rest, that it's not something that we leave it's not something that we have to come and go. It's not a day that ends. It is an eternal day that we live in, that we live in the Sabbath all the time. It's always available to us, that the Sabbath rest never leaves. God, I thank you in your new covenant that one day is not better than the other. I thank you that all of our religious striving would just break off right now. I just command religious striving in Jesus' name to break off of you right now. Thank you, Lord, that we get to rest in you and that all of our preparing is because you prepared first. You prepared all of this for us. I know I said it last week, but it's, it's just so profound to me is that like this table behind me is like 1200, it's a 1200 year old tree. God, you've been growing this tree behind me. You've been growing this church in your kingdom. You've been growing these different things in our lives. You prepared them for us. God, I pray that we would rest in your preparation. It wouldn't be so much about us trying to um, 
develop something, but we would just already realize that you've already developed something for us to step into. That there would be an ease within that. Come on, just thank him right now. Just begin to thank him right now. I just know in all of your homes, you guys are feeling the presence right now. Just begin to thank him. God, you're so good that you would prepare a table, you prepare a house, you prepare a field for us, you prepare a day of rest, you prepare uh, angels to sing with us, you prepare our healing. Yeah, Jesus, we thank you for your sacrifice.